yes. But he's not. Yo, we live. <laughs> oh, we live. Oh, we live, boy. Do I want to start the song disrespecting Cam Newton? No. <laughs> That's actually. We restarted. I'm if, feeling that. I don't know I'm if feeling I want to do shit. that. I lied. I like one take. We on take. I like that. I like that. Where the Kirk bum ass cousins? Hey, don't be I'll get to you later. Hey, psh. disrespect for the what? A bum? Hey. On the street? Hey, he still Why would you let a quarterback. franchise still quarterback still a lot of people smoke? Think That's fine. You can give smoke and be a bum. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> I've seen a lot of niggas <laughs> give smoke and be bum. Okay? Well, he's a bum in the traditional sense. This man said the traditional <laughs> sense. <laughs> but, uh, the bum but in the first, traditional sense. Let's get to the slaughter of the Panthers. Oh, I'm my God. That. I'm feeling it. I'm feeling it. Fuck you, dude. Ladies. Man, your team sucks, bro. What We're injured. About? Y'all suck. Don't give me that yeah, shit. Yeah, this is the this is just the whole end <laughs> of your wrap up. What do you mean? You you were the one who just said last week our whole team's based on Cam. So if Cam gets hurt, then what the fuck happens? We injured too, motherfucker. Yeah, Cam wasn't hurt until now, nigga. You still lost five straight. Cam shoulders with been a problem a all year. I have been a problem all year. That's Cam shoulders been a problem all year. That's fine. I'm and our offensive line has been hurt all year. Think about that. Mm. We lost both our tackles before the fucking season started. That's both true. of them. That'll fucking hurt your team. But they were bums. So not Daryl Williams. Not Daryl Williams. I won't say Daryl Williams. All pro, but though. that Khalil nigga was a fucking bum. Yeah, well, and I fucking hate that Khalil. Mil yeah, I hate that. Khalil. That's an organizational failure. To He's pay a good run blocker, but he can't though. handle the speed rush, bro. Which is it. like all that lines up on his side. Yeah. That's that's all that takes up that you spot. You can't handle the speed, speed, bro. Oh, anyway. In this league, like we're fucking well, our right tackle that we had undrafted right when we paid him ten mil a year. Now he's ass. Mm. Unbelievable how that happened. Mm. We ten fucking million. replaced him the last couple of ten days. million guaranteed. Man, nah, not, nah, we're not Kirk Cousins. What we need to do with our draft pick is take a fucking offensive tackle, pay Darren Williams the money he needs, yes. and then keep the Moten kid because he's solid. Yes, he's solid. And make him like play guard. And make him he's play a good left guard. guard. He's make a good him play guard. left guard. Yes. Our arm, yes, and then he you got Trey Turner on the right guard. He has short fucking arms, yes. bro. You need to put that That's what we need to fucking guard. do. I like that. There's this big-ass fucking dude from Ole Miss. Uh, yeah, Little. Yeah, Greg he's Little. Top 10 and he's like, he's the tackle I want with whatever draft pick we get. Yeah. I'm like... Either him or that fucking big white dude from Alabama. That's a Either fucker. pick the guy from Alabama or pick man. the most like. It's a big fucker, man. Yeah, pick These the dude from, from Alabama. Alabama. Have been doing it. Ah, fuck, dude. I want. And they one. get that's, there that's that's what, way. That's what they, they have get to there do, that bro. If they don't do that, then they didn't succeed this offseason, in my opinion. If you don't solidify the offensive line by having it be fucking whatever left tackle you get, mm. fucking Taylor Moten. The uh, I like the backup center we have. He's pretty decent. Mm. Trey Turner and Daryl Williams. That work. That's a solid freaking offensive we line. We do need a safety though. We That's definitely do need. A, I mean, the definitely only, need a safety. Like, if we don't pick, a, if we don't pick offensive tackle, then I need them to pick a safety because Mike Adams is the slowest safety I've seen in a while, bro. <laughs> Yo, they want to say not make a fucking play in the open field. This man said he didn't I don't get how he keeps getting jobs, but you know, shit happens. Bro, it's because we have nothing, bro. The Redskins picked up. We, we brought in Eric Reed. They're too busy drug testing this nigga. He can't even I'm focus. At that nigga. I'll take that bum. Who was the bum? Ha ha, Clinton Dix. At one point, he wasn't. 
At one point, point, he was a motherfucking beast. Yeah, that's fine. But, like, there was a time, there was a specific game where I saw the Packers secondary get destroyed. This is kind of making it go down on Alabama safeties because Clinton Dix kind of faded. What has Landon Collins been doing this year? He's been nice. He, he's a pro bowler, and he'll probably yeah. be an all-pro, okay. but he's just on a bad okay. Yo, this well, man, Nick Saban, was just like, to one recruit um, before the recruit uh, committed to LSU, he was just like, oh, well, if you go to LSU, we're just going to have to beat you every year. Yeah. And, and I, don't they think, are. I don't think any other coach, <laughs> I don't think any other coach can say something with as much confidence and like, have it be justified. I feel like Coach K's been saying that to like everyone who we've lost to them. Nah, they're paying the niggas, bro. Get the fuck out of here. They just ain't investigating them. Private yeah. school. Private whiteness. Yo, uh, Alabama shit. I mean, yo, we got we got some Bama recruits in football, money, like a lot of recruits in football that like just like committed. Like, what's up? But to, uh, yeah, yo, we got a good staff now because we, we got, got Mac we got, Brown. We got Mac. Got I believe in return of the motherfucking Mac boy. That's the guy. Fucking top I'm ten ready. offense in all of fucking college football the past two years in the SEC. Niggas were getting getting the office coordinator from Ole Miss. Niggas was got mad that we brought in Mac Brown. I'm like, look, Mac Brown who was mad? Who? Around, who? Anything's Yo, fucking better. Right there, right there. Fucking fedora, bro. Right there, name on the paper. Better than that. And their address. We go talk to him about it. Yeah. Because <laughs> Mac like, Brown is a guy in Hall of Famer. Had a I'll problem take with it. it. Anything is better than Larry Fedora. None of my none of my homies had a problem. We could have hired Pat Riley, and I'd have been like, damn it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> At least he'll install some around in this goddamn team. In this goddamn locker room. At least he'll make him want to play. Fuck ass Larry Fedora. Fucking Dude, Larry Fedora was the worst pass caller with three minutes to time. go in the game. Fucking Kyle Shanahan ass nigga. <laughs> that year. Why do I like these teams? Why do I like these teams that bro. don't like to run the ball in the fourth quarter? It's crazy. Foolish. That it's fucking, crazy. That year we were really good, but we lost to fucking Georgia in the opening game. Uh, and this motherfucker threw a screen fun. pass. On the two. On the, on the two on the fucking two. yard line. We were in disbelief. Yeah. We were in disbelief. What dis- did you think was going to happen? Wasn't, wasn't even trying to go for a trick play. It was just an actual It was like, screen. yo, screen pass. <laughs> obvious screen pass. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. So what? Some dudes gambling. Some dudes gambling on the game, like going against Georgia for a smooth like fifty k. Yeah. Like, <laughs> He's like, wow, really? Who do I have to off in this man's life for him to get the message? <laughs> <laughs> His favorite baker just doesn't show up no more. <laughs> Yo, get Fedora the now. Fuck now out get, get that nigga out of here, boy. And if you hire Fedora, you fucking deserve whatever the you, fuck. You Bullshit just Clay like, Collins about nah, to come to you right just now. Like I wish Tampa success. Bay Bucks, you deserve what's coming to you. Hey, I, 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 I wish success it. on anyone who was part of the Tar Heel family as they're getting out of the Tar family. Because I'm good with him not being our coach anymore, but I want him to do his thing. Oh, and shout out nah, to the fucking basketball that. team Sorry, for getting that work. big win over Gonzaga. Ooh, that was a very healthy, healthy good win. win. Yo, Cam Johnson, nigga, is trying to play his way into the guy. He's finally well, my doing problem what is, he should be. Yeah, doing. I was just like, my, to my the fucking is, rack and then put is asserting himself. Yeah, yeah when, when he, he does when that, when he does that, the threes come smoother because it's not like because they're stifling on the three because they're like from what we've seen in the two losses. As I've seen it uh, for us, and Garrison Brooks all they did was up lately. all they did was yeah. stifle him at the three point line. He wasn't doing that. I know, right? 
They got three. Three right. fucking big men. One of y'all niggas better work out. Well, do you out. know how much content we have recorded on this podcast of us talking about those two big men and what's going to happen when they when they get to balling and getting it together? And I mean, you saw what happened with Isaiah and Kennedy. Yeah, there you go. Isaiah was like the only one who was like playing at all. And then Joel came into the picture. But like Kennedy, like... Uh, and Bryce had to come up too Kennedy now. Kennedy had to lose. You can't, we can't act like Bryce didn't have a come 60 up. Pounds? Bryce did have a come up, man. He yeah, he lost. Oh, Bryce like, came up. He got a lot. Heavy man. that senior. Yo, his, his mid-range game, dude. Crazy. That With his jumping ability and rebounding ability, Crazy. it was like, oh my gosh. His like, touch was the best in the country. Yeah, that like year. That distance. Yeah. That year for that his distance. Turnaround was that turnaround turnaround his turnaround jumper. That turnaround jumper was me, boy. His was baseline year, fade was fucking money. Hey, shout out to you, Bryce. Man, shout 2016, you, we were the team, dog. We were the team. We were the fucking team. We won the ACC outright. outright. Bro, we were dubbing everyone by like a smooth. No one could touch us in the place. tournament. Nobody. No one was fucking until with us in the tournament. Tell them motherfuckers. Nigga, the half of the fucking Elite Eight was fucking ACC teams. Yeah, we were well, like, oh, we done all of That was Syracuse here, wasn't it? That they beat them niggas. And you're like, wait a minute. Is that fucking Syracuse? Yeah, and the Get fucking the fuck like, out of Final Four. And shit. Virginia made it. Nah, yeah. Virginia almost. Virginia played Syracuse, I think. Right. Fuck. Damn. Don't quote me on that. Hey, don't. We got, we got that good-ass win. We got that win under our belt when we need it. We yeah, in the we top did. ten again. Yeah, you know, well, I, I need to stop. I tell everyone, need to start don't relax. Recruits, yeah. Tell everyone, please relax. You know, we can take a few losses. The, the three seed is usually like a seven, eight loss team these days. <sighs> Ain't no motherfucking Carmelo Anthony teams walking through the fucking door. Thirty o dubbing niggas all the way to the chip. That's not happening anymore. That gives me hope so that we can take losses. Though. All right, and we have a great schedule. And we're playing a lot of great teams, really tough. And we're getting these. We're gonna get a lot of these dubs, even half for the amount of niggas we're playing. Play Kentucky in, in like a few days. Yeah, we do. And you know we got to do the Duke Virginia test. fucking tour, my nigga. I just need one victory against fucking Duke this year, at least. I just. At I would like split, that. At least split, bro. That would be really nice. I cannot I deal wanna... with this team beating us twice in the same goddamn year, bro. I think like, we can. I yeah, I feel can. like we can definitely beat this team. I think we can, team. but boy, if, oh boy, are they about to be bombed. If Seven Woods continues to shoot like that, that's not going to continue. It, it, it didn't look like it would because his I, form was I all just over enjoy the that, I just enjoy the fact that it's happening, which shows, yo, when we play to the best of our abilities, like we're one of the best teams in the country. And that's that's all that matters, especially when it comes to March Madness, dude. Yeah. Um, But now that we've talked about that, I think we need to talk about... Yo, it's time. Yeah. Top 10 albums a yeah. year. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. Hey. This is going to be interesting, guys. Yeah, who wants to go first? I'm going second. Oof. That looks like you, Drew. Okay. <laughs> so, since we're going to start with me. the best for last. Yeah. Since we're going to start with me. Oh, it's the W. What you like to come and say? With Liverpool beats Arsenal, I'm um, fucking upset. I'm going to say this is based on what I've heard. I'm going to make the argument there's too much goddamn music coming out. So <laughs> I'm not going to fucking keep up with everything. Yes. And this list is essentially just based on what I listen to the most and what I was jamming to the most 
that's this entire year. That's a great because that's yeah, the only way that you can. It's the only way that you can possibly determine this shit effectively and like be able to communicate with each other properly because you can argue fucking hits and clout and all that shit but did I fuck with it did it make me feel anything and did I ha- did it have replay value that's what my list is based off of alright so I'll start with my honorable mentions before I count it down so first honorable mention is Scorpion I that's, feel like it had enough amazing. hits on it to where I could put it there, but it wasn't a com- as complete of an album to where I very had, long. To where, yeah, it was super long. Had, didn't have a lot of replay value in my opinion. It had good songs on. It. Like I still listen to Blue Tent. I still listen to I'm Upset every now and then. Like it, I still listen to some of this stuff. But it's an honorable mention. It's not in my top ten. If you hated it, don't get mad at me, nigga. Uh. Next honorable mention is Lady Lady by Masego. Ooh, boy. Okay. This did not make it into my okay. top ten. That man was somewhere like crying. And I fucking love Masego, bro. I love Masego. I I love the instrumentation. I love the R and B vibes. You know, this guy's he's good. But it just wasn't good enough to be in my top ten. It just wasn't what I was playing. The most. I keep having to say this. I'm gonna keep repeating this. This is just what I jam to the most. Alright. The next one is a new entry, but it made an impression on me. Keep it clean by Internet James. Mmm. Man, we just talked about that. One. Yes. That project was eight very well done songs consecutively. And at this point in this day and age, like projects are Seven to ten songs most of the time. So, you just got to live with that now. And I've just adapted. And it was a very nice listen. So, it made my honorable mentions. Uh, My next one is Not All Heroes Wear Capes by Metro Boomin. That's an honorable mention for me. It It was very hard to leave it out. Because it just has so many fucking bangers on it. And... You know, Metro Boom is just one of the best beat makers in the game right now. And it was very well done, but it just it just was I didn't it didn't I didn't play it enough. And it came into my life at a very new time. So I wasn't really I didn't have the time with it that I needed to put it in my top ten. My last uh honorable mention is East Atlanta Love Letter by Black. Call black. Yeah. Six, six black. Six black. That's in my honorable mention too, probably. Yeah, this is I feel like it wasn't enough. It wasn't enough. I've heard better from black and it wasn't enough for me to put in my top ten. Um I still like black. He makes good music. He's got the vibes for sure. Um The Pretty Little Fear song is ridiculous. I love that song. Um But anyway, enough of my honorable mentions because they not the they're not what's, what, they're not not what's up shit. right now. They not give us the shit. Alright, bro. So, and remind you, I want to give a fucking reminder again for us to get into it. This is based off what I jammed to the most. What did I listen to the most? What impacted me the most in 2018? Alright. Number 10 is Hive Mind 
by the internet. Um, I fucking love the internet. I've loved the internet for a long time now. Um, I was super excited when I uh, heard Burbank Funk, uh, properly titled Roll. Uh, that single was crazy. Uh, it was super funky. Everything I wanted out of the internet. Um, the reason it's at 10 for me, because I really love the internet. And Ego Death is like one of my favorite albums I've ever heard in my life. So for the, for me to put them at 10 just meant that, that they just didn't live up to that that standard. Which that's very hard to do. But it's still, it's still in my 10 because... It had some great songs on it, and it gave me all the internet vibes that I wanted. And they're one of my favorite groups, so they're in my top ten. Uh, my number nine entry is the Black Panther soundtrack. Yeah. yeah. My number nine is the Black Panther soundtrack. Now. Yeah. What are you putting a soundtrack in there? Yeah. It's not a real project. I don't give yeah. a fuck. Have you heard it? Have you heard? Have you this fucking shit? heard it? Yeah. All the Stars is one of my favorite songs of the year. I'm still deciding where I want to put it in mine, but it's in my top ten. He gave me King's Dead, which was has has been rocking in my car all year. King's Dead. Yes, it has. You know what I'm saying? And it spawned the fucking remix that fucking Joey Badass and Triple X made. So like, I'm super down for that. Um, Gave me all the fucking TDE vibes I wanted, and the Weekend vibes that I wanted, for sure. Um, I don't know. It was just an awesome compilation, bro. And it was just for that movie to come out with that album attached to that it. That was, I think, that's it was an iconic fucking thing, man. Yeah. I hope that shit wins many awards. I hope all the stars win some fucking awards. Cause I fucking love that song. That may be my favorite song of the year. Um. Anyway, all right. But I'll move on. But Black Panther soundtrack. If you haven't listened to it. Get from under your doing? fucking rock. What are you doing? Get from under your fucking rock. What the fuck rock are you doing? And live your goddamn life. You robot. Be somebody, nigga. You fucking robot. Anyway. Uh, can you tell I was emotional? Uh, so, <laughs> <laughs> so, so my number eight entry is Redemption by J-Rock. So glad to hear you have that on there. So glad to hear it. Mm-hmm. Going back to the fucking TD vibes, bro, that I wanted. Going back to the TD vibes that I wanted, bro, like... When Raw doesn't pick Redemption to be in his list, I'm fucking upset. (laughs) (laughs) But when motherfuckers disrespect some of the best albums of the year, I'm beyond fucking upset. upset. (laughs) I'm really fucking upset. (laughs) Now, you're gonna work for me. You're on the new management. (laughs) You're gonna bring Redemption. It was a great album, boys. It was a great album. But this I, was the J Rock album that I needed. Yeah, bro. this was his best album to me. This was like, oh, yeah. Like, this was the J Rock album I've been fucking it's waiting not a TD, for. It's not J Rock kind of that thing. No, it's TD. Yeah. TD Kendrick. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but this go, man sorry, established, man. this man firmly established himself as a top tier MC with this project. He can hang with just anybody, bro. This project was very nice, it has so many hits on it. Um, it really impacted me when I heard it. I came on late to it, but when I heard it, man, it, it made an impact on me. And I have it at eight, but that's just because, man, the other ones that I'm about to list, I just they gave me so many more different yeah, feels and experiences. So I just I couldn't put it up too higher, too much higher than eight. Uh, my number seven is Milky Way by Boss. Um, this album was so fucking good to me, like. Uh, it gave me 
all the boss vibes that I definitely wanted. The minute I heard that fucking Tribe single, I was like, okay, I'm all in. Like, let me hear this shit. And then I heard Boca Raton with fucking ASAP Ferg, and that shit was just all the fucking hype that I needed um, before this album came out. Um, and when it came out, it didn't disappoint. Um, I can listen to it from beginning to end. That's like kind of a mandatory for you to even like end up on this list. Mm-hmm. So, and it had massive replay value. It's really up there at seven for me though, because of the concert I went to. I went to see this album perform live and fucking J. Cole actually came out when Boss performed Tribe. Mm-hmm. And that shit was amazing. Like it gave me one of the crazy experiences of my life. It's where I ran into Internet James and got that honorable mention in there. Um, shout out to Internet James. That ain't cool as fuck. Um, but yeah, Milky Way just gave me, it gave me experiences. And it holds a special place to me. And I played the shit out of it. So, so there at number seven. My number six is KOD by J. Cole. And I'm a massive J. Cole fan. I literally just talked about how J. Cole coming out is why Milky Way is in the fucking top 10 but i mean i've i've heard better from j cole i mean this album don't get me wrong has some fucking hits on it like it was very it gave me all the vibes like it, it's, it's j cole he's gonna give you the bars that 1985 disc was pretty fucking hype like uh the atm track was a fucking banger like he gives he gives you what you want but like i feel like cole just kind of knows how to cater to his crowd now. But he's like also still trying to do like this new shit. Whereas I feel like projects like Born Center are like more of what I want from J. Cole. Not like KOD. Although KOD had a good message and I really enjoyed it. Um, it was still really good though. And it had really nice songs. ATM was, I was banging that for a minute. So um, yes, it's there at number six. My number five is a. Uh, Probably an entry that I don't think these two will have in there. And it's the I Used to Love Her projects, part one and two. Um, I don't know if you guys listen to her, but she, her is one of my favorite artists, uh, R&B I artists right now. I've heard some of her stuff. I've heard some of her I need to hear her live more, but I like her. I mean, great live. Yeah, I've seen some videos of her singing live that are extremely well. But I like what I'm hearing, bro. I really do. And I really want to like it really well. Bro, she can play the fucking guitar and the piano, dog. She's dope. This is not a lot of great R&B. She's giving it to you, though. And she's got some baby makers on that shit. Some shit that'll get you in your feels, boy. Tell you. So, dude, this stuff is no joke. I'm still trying to decide on my stuff. Like, it is ow, tough. Like, it is tough. It is tough. That's got that's getting my honorable mention, but that's not really like. Yeah, Action Bronson was like a fringe honorable mention for me. I'll say, but uh, back to the the her project. Um, that song Carried Away is like one of my favorite songs of 2018 for sure. Um, it gave me all the vibes. Uh, please listen to that. It's like the first track on the second part of I Used to Love Her. Uh, she's got some good songs with Bryson Tiller. And just her voice is just amazing. And I love hearing her sing. And I just think she's a dope person. And uh, she's one of the people I would just love to meet one day. Um, so shout out to her. Uh, that album made it in at number five for me. So it left an impact. And I. 
I jam to it all the time, and I'll st- I'll keep jamming to that shit. So, my number four is Astro World, and uh, this album just gave me. I mean, Sicko Mode was like my favorite like jam, like my favorite just hype jam that I've listened to like all year. This just really like hyped me the fuck up. Like, uh, it's. Astro World, I didn't listen to it a bunch. I think I listened to it maybe like once all the way through. And then I've kind of just been sporadically listening to songs from it. Uh, but, I mean, Astro World, just the critical acclaim and the fucking, the spins that I heard from other people is enough for me to be like, all right, I've heard this song. I've heard this shit so much. Like, it's got to be up there in the top 10. It's just like a mandatory thing at this point. Um, so it's in there at number four because it, it was like huge. And Sick of Mode's one of my favorite songs of the year. My number three is Oxnard by Anderson Pack. Uh, this album recently came out. It came out in November. Uh, I have been waiting on the next Anderson Pack project uh, since the fucking No Worries project came out. I've been listening to Malibu, jamming in Venice forever. Anderson Pack's one of my favorite artists. I think he's one of the most innovative artists we have in the game right now and I can just go from top to bottom but the chase the opening record to that album is just insane like the levels and changes he takes you on and he's giving you bars nigga while singing R&B and playing drums like he's giving you bars like bars that you're not getting from a lot of rappers right now right so man I think it's a classic. I'm putting it up there. Me and Jamal had this conversation a few weeks ago about that. Um, it's up there for me. Uh, I could go up from, from top to bottom, like Six Summers, The Chase, Tense with Kendrick Lamar, uh, Brothers Keeper with Pusha T, anywhere that G-Funk shit with Snoop Dogg on it, uh, Trippy, J. Cole, like it's all types of joints on there. So that came in at number three for me. I'm trying to hurry the fuck up. So I feel like I'm talking. Yeah, I'm my number two. My number two is something that came into my life very recently, but I just think is just so fucking masterfully worked, and just. It's gotta be a thing. Just going over Oxnard for you. DiCaprio too, man. Who boys? For me. Yeah, for me too, but yeah, it's in my top ten. The bars on that shit, and, and the I just love a good gangster grills mixtape shit. I just love it, and I just from I can listen to it from top to bottom. I have been listening to that shit nonstop since I heard it. Like I know if I would have heard this like earlier this year, I would still be listening to it right now. Yeah, that's a huge thing. We're gonna get to that. And when I and when I when I had that thought, I was like, I was like the fact that that it left that impression on me so quickly. Um, I had to put it up there at number two. It was tough, and I may get, I may wake up tomorrow, and this may be lower on my list. I don't know, but right now, as I just created it, it's number two. And my number one, uh, ironically, is Collection One by Saint John. Yes, sir. It it number one for me. Uh, yes, sir. Anybody who fucking knows me knows I've been fucking jamming that album. All fucking year, and I have not stopped. Let, let me let me be clear, bro. I have let not stopped. Every person that I put onto that album, bro, I could literally, even now, months later, be like, yo, let me just, I'm not just throwing collection one. 
Like, that's cool. It's a vibe, bro. Like the whole album every play. song, <laughs> every song is just a vibe, you can let the bro. Album play, you can let it play out of order. You pick, you pick, and people are content. People have never heard it before. Oh, who this? Top it's, to bottom, bro. Nice. That shit's it's fire. Not my shit, but I still recognize. It's so well done. <laughs> and for his date, for it to be his debut joint, bro. What? It, it left an impression on me. That fucking Saint John album. Easily my favorite album of 2018. I've jammed to it the most out of any fucking album this year. It be KOD, my nigga, and I'm a huge J. Cole fan. Like, you have no idea. It be Anderson Pack, and that shit is a classic to me. Collection one is I don't know. It's it's easily the best album I've heard of 2018. Easily. Easily. There we go. That's my that's So quick run through them real quick. Just all of them. Yeah. Price. Number 10 was Hive Mind by the Internet. My number 9 was the Black Panther soundtrack. Uh, my number 8 was Redemption by J-Rock. My number 7 was Milky Way by Boss. My number 6 was KOD, J. Cole. Uh, my number 5 was I Used to Love Her by Her. Um, once again, please listen to that shit. Uh, number 4 was Astro World. Had to do it. Uh, number 3 was Oxnard by Anderson Pack. My number two was DiCaprio 2 by J.I.D. And my number one was Collection 1 by St. John. So that's my top ten. And I'll remind you, it's based off of what hey, the fuck tell, I play. You gotta tell them shit. That's his top ten. Right. You can hold his nuts if Damn. you have a problem with it. Think that's, you think you don't have a problem? It's gonna be a It's gonna be a motherfucking problem. It's <laughs> a miss, boy. This man said, "White Bronco." <laughs> <laughs> gonna be I don't know if I could. Be, I couldn't even be, put White Bronco in my honorable mentions, right. bro. All right. Okay. All right. One of the Lords of Light himself. Let's don't get me wrong. White Bronco is a phenomenal album. Great album. It gives you all the action Bronco you need. Great. All right. Let's go. And then. But anyway, any motherfucking way. First things first. Gotta go through my little criteria of what I what I uh, went through to make this list. Cause there was about thirty albums that I put down, and I was like, all right, these are all at least seven Ooh. out of tens for this year, solid in there. And I have to narrow this shit down to ten. And there was a lot of fucking clog. Between 15 and 5. There was a lot of that shit. So, first things first, you gotta be original. In an era of niggas doing the same thing and changing like one element of it to make a new song, I would, I love it when somebody tries something new and it works. You know, you can't just try something new and it'd be fucking garbage, you know. I, I, I can't do that. I mean, you can, we just don't want to hear what you want, gotta I, say after that. I, I, <laughs> I'm trying to listen to the whole shit and not be like, oh, well, that's cool in a couple years when they get this shit together. I don't want to be like that. For sure. Um, another one is how complete the album is. Like, I need it to be not a collection of songs. That's kind of a big thing for me. Even a mixtape can be more than a collection of songs. Acid Rap was more than just a fucking collection of songs. It had some type of flow to it. You know, some type of album direction. Um, how much I liked it. I mean, no shit. I have to like all these albums. I have to play them and be like, look, I got it. I'm playing these motherfucking albums. I'm in the whip. I'm playing them. I'm in by myself. I'm playing them. I'm with a bitch. I'm playing them. I'm with your bitch. I'm playing them. I'm with my bitch. I'm playing them. 
do it all day. It's gotta be these albums. This is the 10. I feel very motherfucking confident about most of this top 10. Alright, let's hear And it. replay value. We ain't just hear the... Um, you got these honorable mentions, mentions are gonna hurt. Alright, first things first, let me get the albums I like that hurt to put, to not put in the top 10. Carter 5, I appreciated the effort he put in. I was wondering if anyone would mention the Carter 5. It's been seven long I wasn't gonna fucking... Do that. <laughs> 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 I said, I'm I didn't allowing even... you to say Carter 5. <laughs> and I'm allowing, allowing you to keep going on this week now. Couldn't be me though, boy. <laughs> Nah, I give it to him for the <laughs> F.B. Boy. I mean, he Yo, gave me It was a good album album from Wayne and to put those out. Last, to be clear, those we last all eight tracks. Let me yeah. be clear. We all wanted to hear yes. it and it didn't miss. Yeah. Those so last eight tracks yeah. were yeah, it on fire, bro. It hit. It hit. Those last eight he put, now it was a fucking 20 plus songer. So, you know, it kind of suffered in the Don't do that shit, album. people. Department. You can't do but it. But this was so much better than what he's put out in the last several years. Yeah. That this that it, it I have to mention it because I was such a big fucking Lil Wayne fan. Yeah, Back we then, all like, are. Bro. Everybody was after that fucking 2008 he had, bro. Like, yeah. there's just no way. It, it, like, it, it, it took over rap though. So so I have to give him that. Um, there's a 10 minute album by Tyler the Creator called Whoville based on the Grinch shit. Uh, very fucking good. This guy, the direction of his music, where he's headed, is is uh, it's it's. I just really like it. I like one of the more going. underrated All producers November, in the game. It's more, it's got the November vibes. Oh, you know, I I, I listened yeah. to one or two of the tracks from that Grinch stuff, and it was good. But I haven't given it the right list yeah. I need to. But it's just Hearing ten it minutes. On your, on your honorable mention, I'm gonna do that. Yeah, I'm gonna get on that. It's just ten minutes. It's a nice little. What you cooking something on the stove? Was it seven o'clock? You warm, toasty in the house? Put the Hooville on. Shit's nice, bro. Shit's nice. Uh, I gotta give some love. To Sir for November. Ooh, that was a solid. That album. was a solid. Devils album. is one of my favorite songs of the year. Yeah. These are. For sure. I mean, his jump with Schoolboy Q to, to start the album out. Just, 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 just great decisions. Great decisions on the album. Great, great stuff here. I gotta give love to the album Fetty. That's Freddie Gibbs, Currency. Spinner. And the Alchemist Boy. That was that was, what was a, just a cheat code. What a <laughs> what, what a trifecta. What a fucking and just nine 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 tracks. Nine tracks of just heat. You want bars? We got bars. It was like OG shit. Like that was just an OG yeah, type of project. We don't get like, into one that's in my honorable mentions that I have to like speak on. But yeah, there's like one guy now that I would want to make me like a boom bap beat. It would be Alchemist. Yeah. Like not that hype shit. No, that but that boom bap shit. He's got all Alchemist, the classics nailed down. He's got the his sample game. His is sample ridiculous. is nailed down. The shit is epic, bro. You know, every time he drops a fucking mixtape, bro, that doesn't have like a specialty artist group. There's Action Bronson on it. And he made you know me I like Donald Genesis, track. and I never thought I would. I don't like Donald Genesis, but I do. I like actually listened to his Alchemist album, but it was pretty decent. Had a song with Anderson Pack, it's pretty fire. Well, I mean, it's Anderson Pack. Well, we'll get to that. Also My honorable mentions that hurt. Okay. I don't. I I put Victory Lap from Nipsey Hussle in here. 
Yeah, yeah, man. I just didn't give that one enough spins to put it in, and it I hurt could. me too. And you know, I like some too. of the songs, but I would need to see much more from that to make me like Nipsey Hussle more than I already do. Because I don't really like the nigga. So you kind of have to make me like you. And the album wasn't more than what he's already done, in my opinion. I feel like it's more polished, you know, more album-like. But he just didn't do that for me. And Redemption is also not in my top 10. Oof. Now that That's tough. is That's tough painful. because I fucking love TDE. I love all four of the niggas. Even Absol's fading ass. I love all that shit. Okay? Damn. But something about J-Rock's albums just don't do it for me, bro. And I need to keep listening to it. And it's just bro, that a part of the J-Rock that I like. I like, I know the lyricism is there, bro. I know everything is there for him to be greatness. And, he, and it is. But it's just not in my top 10. I think it's cemented in my opinion. But it's definitely an honorable mention. Yeah, it gives me so, many, so much joy to hear that shit. Okay. Now to 10 confidence. I will say that 3 through 8 could be switched in at any given time. Okay. But, uh, That's kind of how I feel for my yeah. 6. No, my like 8 through 10. So I was like that. Number 10, an album I know you both don't have on your list is... Tierra Wax Whack World. That is a good yo. She when she got on that freestyle boy. That was one of the best concept albums I had heard. Yeah, because all that those songs were like minute, one, one fifteen minute? minutes, one minute song each. I was like, what? And it's different vibes each time, but yeah. it was a great listen. Every time I've listened to it, it's a great fifteen minute listen. It's great. Some of the songs you like, some of the songs are like, eh. And then some of the songs. I also just don't like that the ones that I like are a minute. Yeah. But that's what you're getting with that. With the concept. Great concept. Yeah. So she, and and I consistently can listen to it, you know. It's a good, it's a solid number 10, you know. And putting that as my baseline, I held that as my number 10, allowed me to make this list a little bit better. I was like, all right, it's got to be better than this. I have to have heard this more times. So number nine is the same as your number nine, my nigga. Black Panther soundtrack. Yeah. Gotta be. Yo, you gotta, gotta throw that in there, be, bro. bro. That's, I mean, shit. I was going back and forth about this one, whether it should be in the top ten all week. And damn, bro. It's fucking in there, man. Look, the it's intros in and outros that they're doing help tie this shit together for me. Because yeah. some of the songs are a little like if you say you didn't look at the movie, some of the songs would feel kind of out of place. Oh, it's so tight for some of the. Oh my gosh, so tight for some of the. You know the Congos, the bass, the, the shit that they do in the in that Kendrick Lamar definitely demanded be fucking in there. Yeah, you know you could tell right. that he put that in there. So if you didn't see the movie or you didn't like the movie, you can still like the album. Don't get me wrong, I like the fucking movie and I like the album. It is what it is. But this deserves the number nine spot. I mean, Big Shot is Big is, Shot. That that oh, was the highest song. Feel the inside, outside. Cocaine wife, I didn't look my Gentiles. I was like, oof, Gentiles. Yo, goodness, late nigga. Damn. And yo, that beat switch so on. Man, I'll get I'll get into you, it. You, I, I know it's on yours, bro. It's gotta be. I'll take my time. But uh, also seasons, uh, great song. My goodness, 
But anyway, I can sit here and reminisce on this great put together project, but we're all having it in here. I'm gonna get to my number eight, and it's the man, the Bronzolini. Jesus. The linguini. Well, you have to do the whole house. Live from the moon. Potatoes. Live from the moon. Goodness. From Mount Etna. My goodness. Hey, Bronson. <laughs> you want some? Hey, Bronson. Fuck it. Why the hell not? Come hey, on. Bronson. Classic Bronson. <laughs> Obviously, I love it. He's in my... He's top three favorites of mine. Because originality... You're talking originality? Are you yeah. fucking kidding me? Have you heard yeah. this man spit? If you have not... You're doing yourself a disservice. Hit the Funk Flex freestyle. Go ahead and listen to him rapping about the parents. Yeah. Fucking there. And I think, think that'll like, just give you like an intro. Like that's the tip of the iceberg. Give you a little bit. But now you'll, you'll like understand how he'd be spitting. Then you might check out the Munchie Show. Then you might check out He's the Funk He's one of my favorite delicious. people. You might check yeah, out yeah. the extravagant shit that he does. <laughs> He's one you of my favorite people. You might check out one of his shows where he body slams a nigga off of a fucking stage. Come no, on, man. I was at that. But he uh, fucking deserved it, though. Deserved I was at that uh, one in Cat's Cradle where he started, where he put, where he put that man in the, uh, mm. in the killer's you that That's that's threw him off into the crowd. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He He's said, savage, I'm an old bro. fucking bouncer. But this album, you know, the first five tracks is solid, nice kickback, smoke something to the classic action Bronson. But then you get into that next bit. It's very world vibes. You're getting back into, you know, Blue Chips 2, Blue, you know, the, the vibe he was giving in his mixtapes. He's giving you some of that world flow, giving you a look inside of his mind because this man's had a crazy life. Got to have a crazy mind out here. And I, I like the look inside he gave that. And it ended off with a great song track with him and ASAP Rocky. And it's always nice to hear ASAP Rocky actually rapping. Mm-hmm. It's always nice to hear that. All right. Number seven. Has to be DiCaprio too. J I D. I'm starting to feel uncomfortable with my DiCaprio two selection. I thought you had him a tad high, but he belongs on the list, bro. Like after multiple I mean, listens, it was fucking it's good, just fluid, man. bro. It's Very flow. Fun. And at first I thought, at yeah. first I thought, you know, the beats. I thought the beats had to be a certain way for him to rap on it. You know, like they had to have the same type of cadence or BPM. Yeah, but. He really switches up the beats a lot, and he gives different flows on on a lot of different on, uh, you know, on different beats, and that's great for him because the wordplay is definitely. I love there. that working out joint. You know, I like it's like joint. a nice Off change of pace. Piece. Oh like yeah, because that beat fuck that's the whole best whole beat. Whole. That's the I'm best beat. I'm gonna let the with the blood. You <laughs> said he fucked the hoe with the hoe. I'm gonna make you fuck the hoe with the hoe. Nah, off that zoinkies was my shit. I like that shit mounted up. I like the jump with him and BJ Chicago kid. Nah, oh, that's not the strawberry. That's the one, bro. Okay, Oh, and the fucking. Uh, I like Asa Luego, too. How yeah. do you feel about that joint with him and Black and. and well, I don't like Black Sound. So. I liked it. I liked the song. It was actually one of those songs where I, was, I when really. I was listening to it, like airily, like playing FIFA or doing something else, I heard it. I was like, oh, I really like that. I was like, oh, another one off his album. Bet. <laughs> But it definitely belongs here. I mean, and I think he's gonna get better. Like he's gonna get better. He's gonna find more beats that he can put his rap skills on. It. He's gonna find more flows that are much different from each other because he has that kind of. Well, this album definitely put him on the fucking. 
radar of everyone. Check so. this guy. Check this shit out, man. If you if you missed the freestyles, you missed all of the shit on on YouTube. You know, get your fucking shit together. Like it's 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 real talk. You got to get it together, man. Yeah, these with the shit. You got to get on it. You know. So that leads into my number six. Oh man, it's your boy. It's Friday, Saturday. Oh my god, Sunday. It's gotta able. be the weekend. My nigga able, bro. My <laughs> dear melancholy. He just the me, boy. Gets on there. Had to do. Had to do it. And we could talk about. Oh, it's just an EP. Kiss my ass. Suga on mink. I should just go ahead and chop your balls off for thinking that now. <laughs> But look, you think man. I am half a fucking fake? <laughs> <laughs> Funny how, huh? Like I amuse you, huh? Like I'm a clown, huh? Like I amuse you. Ah, this guy here, he says I'm funny. <laughs> He's a funny man. <laughs> nah, I was just looking, looking, funny I was man. looking at that, man. I'm going to play like... <laughs> I, love, I love fucking fucking Italian movies. I love all mafia movies, all bro. I'm with the shits on all of them. Bro, saw God. Heat the other day. Great Fantastic movie. My God. Wait, you gotta be. <laughs> Checked out all the Godfathers when they were on Netflix last year. Yo, shout out to Aries Freeze. I mean, Aries Spears. Oh, goodness. One of the legends. Yeah. One of the legends, Aries Spears. That was a really good invitation yeah. of that conversation. Yeah. Um, TV days. Yeah, but, but um, yeah, shout out to Netflix for putting out The Godfather. And I checked out all three of them when they were on there. I st- oh, they're still on there. Oh, good. I still good. got people. Check it out. It's two and nine three, hours like, of worth it. Godfather 2 might Godfather be better than Godfather better. 1. It is better than Godfather 1. Godfather 1 was really good. But it's Godfather the, 2 is called the best Godfather sequel ever. Godfather 2 is so It's called the best sequel Godfather ever. Godfather 1 has the best performance. Because Brando yeah. as the Godfather, I believe this nigga was the Godfather. Way more than... Pacino, and that's saying something, cause Pacino was killing it, as you will see in part two. He was fucking killing it. Yeah, I mean, I've seen, I've <laughs> seen all three like in parts, but I need to see like a full all yeah. the way through. Those are those movies I walk and in. And my three and a half hours, watching, like bro, some of them. So, like, and you have to like, take a I'm day, take a lunch, my nigga. Take a, take take a, a lunch. Yeah, take a day. They got say I'm gonna eat these movies and I'm gonna eat these movies. I'm gonna watch these movies and eat and just all do right. that shit. All right, it might happen while y'all leave. Yeah, I'm gonna work tomorrow, yeah. you feel me? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but go for it, bro. So, uh, I'm glad, I'm glad Kelly had to be in, in there. I had forgotten about it for about six months. I stopped listening to it a couple months after I, uh, cause it just, I never saved it, you know, at my Spotify show. Wow, it must have had an impact if it was like so that. So I came back, you know, when we talked about it, I was like, yo, I know we didn't talk about this shit, but I gotta give it this six. I remember it being nice, my nigga. This six. This is a hard six. It's a very rare. The fifth good track six. is a little is a little mediocre, but that's just because the other five are such fucking fire, bro. That one I think is more of those, like popish bad. Like, what's the name of the joke? That third track, bro. That that. Uh, oh, wasted times, man. Faster, faster pace jump. Every time that jump comes on, bro, I hit that fucking that old early two thousand shuffle shit, bro. That Baltimore club music dance. I hate that shit, cause it's just it's it's flames, bro. And you know, it really got got back to the vibe. It got back to the mixtape vibe, and I'm really happy about that. Mm-hmm. Still had some of the some of the stuff here with, with these tracks, but they felt more R and B than pop, and I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Especially amidst this 
shitty ass King of R&B debate we're having on Twitter. I was going to say that for after our time. Oh yeah, we'll save it for after, but just know that like a lot of y'all niggas need to like freshen up on your R&B and what's good and what's who And also what R&B means now versus what it means. Yeah, alternative R&B kind of spurred by The Weeknd some other artists like is definitely different than like Usher original R&B. That Keith Sweat, that Usher, that Maxwell. But anyway, that's number six because it's great. Sorry to cut you off. I just want to get through this. Because the top five is the top five. Okay. These are the ones you're most confident about. No, I'm most confident about one and two. Okay. Those are like, those are my nines. Those are my, those are my above nines. Everything else is like in the eights. And they just shuffle depending on whatever. But I feel confident. Number five, I did not listen to Earl Sweatshirt like that before some rap songs came out. That was a good fucking album. What the fuck? Where has this guy been? What is this? Where was Earl Tank Top at when he came to fucking UNC? Where was this? If he had put this album in front of me, I'd have fucking bought the whole front row like I was fucking 50 Cent and stayed up in there, my nigga. Shit crazy, bro. That this nigga. It was a marvelous performance. This nigga put together. <laughs> he did, bro. This nigga put together shit. quite the move for this album, bro. A bunch of two and a half minute tracks, like a like a whack world, except his flow is effortless. It's so effortless, you would think the nigga's not trying. He's got one of the best all. flows in the game. But it's sick, bro. The shit's sick, and the wordplay is sick. It's not like. But it's effortless sickness. You know, it's a it's a quality. I'm not, you know, all right, before I say the name, I'm not comparing him in any shape, way, or form to this man outside of this quality. But it's a very Biggie Smalls-like quality to effortlessly be able to rip quality bars, quality lyrics, and quality wordplay. Wordplay, very, very missed nowadays. But, but. It's really tough to do that shit. And he put that whole album together. Shout out to the uh, 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 Black Dynamite reference in there on one of the skits. <laughs> Cream corn. I'm running things. I'm running things. Yeah, the end of that movie, bro, when everyone was just getting dubbed. Cream corn. No. <laughs> My closest friend. And now. Bullhorn. No. <laughs> Bullhorn is that nigga, by yes. the way. By the way, but anyway, anywho, if you have not heard the Earl Sweatshirt, it is, it's a listen, bruh. You know, it's a listen. Open your ears. Because now I got to look out for this guy in the future. Okay, fair enough. Crosby always raised about him. That is a theme here. I wanted, like, a Nipsey's Hustles album wasn't good enough to make me go, okay, I need to watch out for the next shit this nigga's doing. But Earl is, because that... It's up there pretty that high for a, you. That was a hit. That was um, number four. Is your number four? My number four. It's Astral World. Okay. It has to be. It's got to. Yeah. It's just. It's, it's got to be up there, man. I mean, it's got to be the man. He did too much. I know there was the Twitter conversation and people talking about you now they don't like Travis Scott. Well, that's great. You don't got to fucking listen to it. It's okay. What we over here listening to it. is great vibes. We're listening to great fucking. The, the production is what you came here for. 
Dude, the, there is, you, you're not nice. gonna tell me that there was a better produced album this year. You're not gonna tell me that. Uh, I subjective. am gonna tell you that, but you're, it would make subjective. sense. But it would make sense what I'm, what it, which one it is. It would make sense. It would make sense Same when tier. I say it. It would make sense when I say it. Though. But it, I know, I know what it is. It is. You know what it I is. I know what it is. And there's the reason, and you know the reason why I'm like. I, I okay, but however, but they're in the same tier. Of course, yeah, but I'm out of song. It's not like it's here. not. We're not. This isn't a huge gap here. We're, uh, this is, we're nitpicking. Oh, well, we'll let you get there. When I get here, we're nitpicking, boy. I oh, completely understand that, it's and tough. I, I, uh, I might have said too much in revealing your shit. So nah, it's, it's fine. It, it it's fine because there's, there's a there's a couple up here that I'm more passionate about. Um, but Astro World, man. Just stop trying to be God. Fuck, man. The Yosemite, which was the great update that the little baby song I even like Coffee Bean. I liked all and that. And Coffee Bean was the weakest song in the album to me. It kind of was. But it was, nice, it, was nice, it was a nice little schoolyard vibe, bro. Yeah, just right nice in. Just boop. Here you go. A little cherry on the tongue. I like that Migos was in there. It's always nice to see. You can't Migos sit here and act like nice. Butterfly Effect wasn't like out for like eight months before the album came out. And people were just like almost tired of it. They played it so much. Yeah. But yeah, we're going to keep talking about Astro World. So I'm going to pass that one on to the next because it's just, it's. I mean, you just got to put it up there, bro. Top five, like, top five. And it's not five. It's four. Uh, so number three, this is tough for me because I don't think this deserves a number three. I think it's like a four or five. Like the rest of my, I would leave three blank if I could. But this is K.O.D. J. Cole. I do not think that this was his best album. You or, say you don't? No. Yeah, right. Okay. Or Project because I like one of his mixtapes more. I like Friday Night Lights more. You are big fan. I... But this jump has the first five are like all bangers, and from him, bangers mean something because the nigga's trying to fucking rap, and that fuck I appreciate that. I appreciate rapping on bangers. Yeah. Because it it is it is something to that to actually giving kind of a shit at least. There's something to that. And then after that, I listen to the rest of them. Some of the production kind of blends together, which it tends to do on his albums. But he has a couple features here that definitely fucking help. Yeah. And um, that jump, what's his name? Kill Edward is the nigga that yeah. he puts on the, the two tracks he's on there. Great tracks. Give yeah. me a drink. Give me smoke. Give me hot. Let me flow. That's my favorite on there. <laughs> I fucking love that shit. You know, and he has his uh, traditional thanking his mama song near the end. And you know, you think that's. You know, it might not really a throwaway, but you know, not supposed to be quality, but it's called Window Pane. Yes, great yes. fucking song. Oh, that song my is goodness. amazing. When that beat hits, yeah, <laughs> whew, in the whipping too. My God, think we got free fries at Chick Fil A for bumping that shit. No lies. Shout out Chick Fil A, y'all. Some they treat you like family, bro. They do treat you like motherfucking family. They homophobic as shit, but but look, <laughs> when you go in there, man, they treat you like they treat you like family, bro. You know, they not with the foo foo, but these they are just give subjective facts of life. To be honest, with it's you. a tough time. But number two, all right. So there's a 
there's a stark line in between number three and number two where I jump into these top two albums. These were by far my favorite and best made albums that I think of this 2018. Number two, my guy, Anderson Pack, Oxnard, has to be number two because that was a motherfucking that album. album was fucking that nigga crazy. had more beat switches. Ain't I haven't heard that many since The Dream. The Dream used to put beat switches all in his fucking album. And that nigga's like a fucking master. That producer. shit starts off with just a hit. The three first intro tracks. All, you know, dancing with your girl in the fucking living room type shit. You know what I mean? You had a cookout playing tents. That's what Could it is. Could you throw on uh, the chase for me, sir? Please. Of course. Goodness, man. Let's what just a, give, what just give that album some love. What a start. And then, you know, he does some... His experimental tracks were interesting. I probably Which ones did you feel were experimental? The last track and the fourth track. The Who Are You? Yes. Yeah, I, I didn't... I wasn't that really was... feeling it, but it was a nice little stark break for between yeah. that and the next songs he was about to get into because they were all kind of half and half songs. Like Six Summers was a great song yeah and then it went the second half of it was even better smile petty the beginning was great and then petty brought back like fucking <laughs> 90s r&b vibe where they sing the notes with yeah the that shit was shit. crazy i was feeling that shit yeah i was I, feeling I that shit that and, album, and, 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 and he's found a way to make his voice just match whatever he's produced you know match whatever beat he's on Match whatever he's going for, cause you know he's not like he's a singer and a, and a, a rapper ish, but he's not like the greatest at either one of them. Yeah, but he's giving you bars. He's though. giving you bars. He's giving you original bars. Yeah, he's giving you fucking original bars with original beats. That he's making himself. That are fucking. He's got quality. a fucking band. A fucking quality. He's the nigga plays drums and raps and sings on the same shit. That, as a drummer, that is fucking impossible. Keep his Saturday Night Live shit, bro. bro. And his Tiny Desk concert. They're bro, fucking keep epic. his Tiny Desk concert, bro. You will not be disappointed by Anderson Pack. But, like, you, if you... I don't know. If you're not liking this, like, if you're not feeling this vibe, you're not catching this... Look, man, you just don't ever fucking ask me for a ride. Because, look, this shit's going to get played. In my this whip. might play. Venice might play. Fucking Malibu might. Oh, Malibu Malibu's will play. definitely gonna play. Malibu yeah. might play all the way through if we in a motherfucking no worries. road trip. You just gotta get over that. No worries. Side piece is yeah. coming your way. Yeah. Even if you were side piece, you gotta deal with that shit. But Ox motherfucking Nard That's belongs your two. up your here. Two, my three. That's my number two. It is. I might have to drop DiCaprio too now. It is, now that we've it, talked about it, I just it feel like yeah, it over I might have to drop it lower. Fair enough. I'll it think is, about it while you're going over yours. But it's not the. And the thing is, it's not the best Anderson Pack album. Malibu is. Malibu's a yeah, Malibu's album. definitely giving. But Malibu's a fucking with. classic. Oxnard Malibu's is fucking a fucking good, classic. Man. So when you got a classic, <laughs> and you're a young man in the game, it's tough to make another classic. But he he almost did for me. This was all. If it wasn't for those experimental tracks, this would be a classic for me. Instead, it's a nine point two five, but that's high as fuck. It's very high because my ones mean something in my fucking scale. It's very high. Very high. But there was an album fucking back to that. There was. There fucking was. 
There it was wasn't a, my number one. There was a better produced album than Astroworld. By, by a smidge. said better. By a smidge. By a smidge. Mm, but it's because this man was able, this was before the crazy, he was able to devote all of his time to the first album. His al- his own album did you know it was oh, it, eh, eh, you know, I had a few it's good music like, like, it's I mean, good we're, music we're not gonna not think it's good music in but his catalog near. it's not not it's even not close. quality that we that we're used to you know Kids See Ghost was great for me but it's not a top ten or, or it's it's more so like a I'm following Kid Cudi's journey and I'm happy that he's gotten to this point that he can make this type of music again you know Nas's album Nas didn't show up. That was weird. That was really fucking weird. Nas didn't fucking show up, and I really and I really hyped it up when it came out. But the more I listened to it, the more I knew Nas wasn't coming as hard as he should have been. No homo. And the fifth album got like no attention whatsoever. It was what it was. Uh, hey, no, nah, I mean that shit was. No, it was she still. Had, she had that it was still. Gonna love me still one of the best. It was still solid. Year, it was still solid. It was still a solid project. But I mean, compared to her first project. It, you can I tell mean, Tiana Taylor can sing, man. And no, she can't. <laughs> she can hit notes. She can't sing. She can't. She can't. If I tell her to sit there, I mean, nigga, I didn't even sing. put one of those seven track joints in my honorable mentions, bro. That's fine. But if I sit there and tell Tiana Taylor to sing with a microphone and so no like, music, I'm walking out of that like, motherfucker in five minutes. I will walk out. Guarantee you, and you walk out with me. We'll be like, man, let's fuck this. Let's go see her. Fuck this shit. Exactly. Let's go see somebody who can fucking sing. I don't gotta watch their naked ass slide team. across to have fun. Fuck that. Yeah. Shout out to the Tiana Taylor album, though. Still. Not bad. But, number one, Daytona, Pusha T, has to be, got to be, seven tracks, start. To finish. Can I just play the game we play and we can just like work. let let like let them understand like yes. what they were coming with? Yes. Yes. This album smelled like Pusha T. It fucking smells like cocaine for like Narcos, my nigga. This yeah. is Narcos. It's like you took the show Narcos and injected it into yourself and just started tripping off of it. This is what happens when fucking Gay gives you all of his fucking attention. You with seven tracks. All of the attention. And Pusha T's giving bars to all you niggas. Yo, you bars. Hold on. You knew from the beginning. You knew from the very fucking start. That intro 45 seconds. You fucking knew that there was nothing but fucking coke bars. Yeah. Coming at that was you all for the next you. 30 minutes, bro. You knew what like, was coming. You like, I'm hearing bricks. I'm hearing about your ex bitch. I'm hearing about that bitch Drake. I'm hearing about a surgical summer just starting to bring up this motherfucker. This man killed a legend and he's still burying that nigga. His head sticking out and he's still just hitting him with the motherfucking shovel. Every time he opens his mouth about him, Pusha T is on top. Come on. Come on, how are you gonna dominate the fucking undisputed ruler of the game in terms of the game? Cause Drake, the way he did me feel, that nigga runs this motherfucker. You don't get Kanye and Will Smith to laugh at your memes in your home city. That's not that's not what you do unless you run shit. That shit that like Rick James did shit. They did shit like that. Cause they ran shit. But push your teeth, took that nigga down. 40 years old, 
and I feel it in here. And the biggest thing, I didn't listen to Pusha T like that before this album. I listen to him. I listen to clips. When's the last time you heard him like this? Those are my niggas. But I wasn't checking for this nigga the way I'm checking for him now. Anything I remember Pusha T's on when I heard my I'm name is my name, to. and then like I heard this and I was like, this don't give me the same vibes. Yeah. I kind of want that back. Interesting. So you want my name is my name? Because nostalgia, number on the boards, like my name is my name is my shit. Like, I'm not gonna lie, I just didn't really listen to this as much. Like, when I heard it, I was like, oh shit, this is dope. Push T's giving me bars. Well, I, I didn't listen to it after that. I don't know what about me didn't do it, but That's maybe funny. it's because. Pusha T shit just got lost in all that fucking bullshit, to be honest. That's true, because there was a lot of bullshit. All, the, all those fucking albums come out at the same time, it's like, I can't keep up. Yeah. You know? I want to hear Nas, know, nigga. You know I want to hear Kids Ghost. You're going to get bumped. Like, you're going to get the little babies and the gun and shit jumping, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. More so. Um, but yeah, that the other ones. But um, that, you know. But I respect that. And I just want to say, bar of the year. Bar of the fucking year, you know, white on white, that's the Tesla. Black on black, that's the Tesla. See these diamonds in this watch face? All that shit came from pressure. God damn! I, mm, I felt that in my motherfucking He's that motivated! Was that was a delivery type thing, man. Like, that really, shit. like, that hit me. I felt it. I mean, but that's how he goes through the whole thing, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, that's number one. So my top ten. Yo, I say go through that top ten. Man. Going through number ten, Whack World by Tierra Whack. Give it a fucking listen. The shit is not whack, but it is made by the whack. Number nine, Black Panther soundtrack got to be number eight. The White Bronco himself, Action Bronsolini, Chicken Linguini. Number seven. DiCaprio 2, J.I.D. Number six, My Dear Melancholy by The Weeknd. Number five, Some Rap Songs by Earl Sweatshirt. Number four, Astro World, Travis Scott. Number three, K.O.D., J. Cole. And I really want to stress that there's a big fucking bar in between three and two. <laughs> number two, Oxnard, Anderson Pop. And number one, Day Motherfucking Tona. Push your teeth. Alright. You got it done, man. You right. got through that. You uh two down one to go. You seem very, very confident in your in your pick, which means that you did the right thing, you know what I'm saying? It I took time, bro, because I did a lot of listens. A lot of listens. I had to get comfortable with my top ten. But I did just put JID in there. Is it my I did, turn? Just, I did just do that. <laughs> Let's go boys! Yo, so there was a lot of great albums out here, and I need to shout them out. It doesn't mean they're necessarily my like 10 through 20s, but they need to get love. Uh, a Moment Apart by Odessa was an incredible journey of an album. It wasn't an album I heard that much. Shout out to Dom and Dewan for putting me on, but that's one of those. Um, uh, it's just like such a melodic, harmonious album that's just like beautiful. Like it's just like a, 
ongoing melody with just like constant um, transitions and drops. And the reason why it's not in my top 10 is because I didn't listen to it enough and it didn't draw me enough. I had to be in the mood for it. When these other albums that are gonna be in my top 10, it's like if I saw them, yeah, they were gonna get a spin because there were just so many bangers in there that I rock with. So shout out to that album. Um, Victory Lap, that's one that I kind of got into late, but that's just a really good album by, by Nipsey Hussle. If anyone has that in their top 10, I would shake my head and be like, it deserves to be there. Um, that's time that I checked. Yeah. yeah that's, that's lady, Lady, wow. Very, very good album. Lady, Lady. And I didn't quite give it enough listen. Same thing with Moment Apart. No, I didn't really man. like it, but it didn't get that much listens to me because of the other albums I have on here, man. Like, these things just got played in all different types of situations, circumstances. I played them when I was happy. I played them when I was, you know what I'm saying, not as such. You know what I'm saying? I don't really get it angry or sad like that but these albums that are going to be in my top 10 they pick me up there was always a song on any one of these albums where i could just play and be like i don't even need to listen to the rest of the album that song was just could, could influence my day um now we got to talk about these next uh two or three um honorable mentions they could they, they're top 10 or um, they're about top 10, top 15. <laughs> Ghostface dropped something this year. Yeah, he did. And the Lost Tapes, I'm going to tell you right now, I could play you some. Oh, I know He's just, he, he was just giving people bars on the classic, on the classic, you know, New York cypher rap type beats. Just, just giving them to you. <laughs> um... And he's gonna, he has like Michael Rappenport, like doing an intro and outro, you know, talking his shit. Um, he gets like all the people from Wu Tang, Snoop, like the old heads, and some new cats. And they just, they just get to spit. It's like if you just walk into a cypher, that's how that album's rocking. That shit. That shit. And I have to give it its due. Um, Life's a Trip by Trippy Red. It's not a very long project, but it has. Quite a few bangers, including Shake It Up, which might be top three songs of the year for me. So, baby, shake that ass, shake that pumpkin pie, turn your sisters, all Like, the album is, it was, a, it was a sleeper, in my opinion, because I, I wasn't paying attention to anything. I love that really Wishing dropping. song, so. Yes, Missing My Idols is dope, I can play some of that too. Um, so if you ever get a chance, check that out. Another thing, another reason why I know you like that album, Dark Knight Domo is on that album. Yeah, for sure. So, that, that, that album, if you really start going through it, that album kind of gets a little uh, buffed up here. Yeah. Um, I just want to shout out Goodbye and Good Riddance by Juice World. That's a hell of a debut album, sir. That was. You can go ahead and take a bad album. And the you know the skits the calls with that with that girl going from I don't care about you my guy yeah I was with this other dude he dropping dick off what's up to hey like I heard you doing well like let me like, like call me back to like oh like what's up like come on now you really not gonna mess with me now that you famous type and that's a I can just see that as a common narrative in the music industry and for him to just have great songs going on 
throughout that and just have it all connect. I thought that was a really, really great album. Um, now we got to get into it, boy, because this is my... Um, no, actually, there's one more. I apologize. There You Have It by Reason, the new uh, signing of TDE. Great album. And his, uh, his metaphors and wordplay, strong. Like, his metaphor game is... Kevlar type shit. Like, <laughs> it's, it's, it's okay. easy. Um, and now, okay, we're going to get into my number 11. And this is kind of my number 11 because it's something that was highly anticipated for me for years in terms of collaboration of two artists. And it gave me exactly what I wanted. Uh, my tie, Jeremiah and Ty Dolla Sign. It's good for a party. It's great for a kickback. Great for a kickback. Yeah, it and it's phenomenal for the stroke game. Like, it is a stroke-friendly album. That's what we want from them. You know what I'm saying? What, what else could you want but for a kickback vibe and a late-night vibe from them? I mean, and a good drive in the car. That's that's Ty Dolla Sign. That's Ty Dolla Sign yeah. Jeremiah. That's what they do. And they did it very, very well together. So that's 11 because it didn't quite make it in there with these other ones in terms of just an impact in the amount of times played. Now, number 10 for me, My Dear Melancholy. Woo! Six songs. It's not that much. But it's they were quality. And to, to get that weekend back and just confirm what I already knew, which is he can just hop in, his bag, in that bag whenever. Like, it's effortless for him to put out that music at this point. Um, he's mastered it. That was something that was great for me to see this year. And it was one of those EPs where I throw it on and I'm not taking it off until it's already played two or three times, you know, whether it's a bedroom situation or just me doing something because it plays, but it's so slimmest that you're just like, oh, wait, like here I am playing it over again. We're already into try me or wasted time. There's like two or three in the track. Um, so that was my number 10. Let me stop the thumbs. Nine, DiCaprio 2. We've only had this album for certain amount of time and it's one of my favorite hip-hop albums of the year it's, and I said that I said that to both of you easily after three lists I said yo this is a top 10 hip-hop album of the year objectively like no one can say that's not because no one can give you 10 just outright guaranteed better you know and that's the thing we also have to think about yep. some of these albums are just objectively better than others yep Right now, subjectivity is where we kind of get into the differences between our top tens because we're talking about 25, 30 albums, right? Compared to the thousands that dropped this year, and to what you said, and I think it was huge that you prefaced the conversation this way. So much music came out, yeah, that bro. you couldn't, we couldn't possibly even Fact, hear. It's way too hard. Twenty-five percent of all of the music that come out, and I'm sure there are albums out there that if we heard them, we would be like, oh, that's going to my top ten. Yep. But we couldn't get to it, so it is what it is. We're working on that, but uh, I'm quite happy with my top ten. I'm very fucking happy. You know, with my top DiCaprio too. I feel um, like I've done a good amount of exploring this year. Jid, just like seeing him start out in Spillage Village with like with that uh, collective, mm. and all of them are just coming up, and him just happening to be in the forefront of it. It just uh, it puts a smile on my face because. I don't know about y'all, but I kind of take pride in peeping an artist before they get big. 
because it's just like I'm in the right place or I'm looking in the right place or I have the right people around me putting me onto the right music. And that's how I felt about Jid and Spillage Village in general. And for this album to come out, frankly, um, it is better than KOD to me. It's a more complete project. Um, it's a few more songs of the same quality of heat. And so that's going to go ahead and get in there. Um, J. Cole is giving us bangers, which I really, really enjoyed and I liked. But Jid's also giving us that. And he's going ham on various monster beats. Yeah. Um, that's true. With, with, DJ, with a lot of different flows. And that's why these people try to come out. Oh, we like Kendrick. Like, Kendrick's not the only person who has a lot of different flows and a lot of different inflection of his voices. Calm down. Is he the best at it right now? Yes. Have some respect. You know what I'm saying? Have some goddamn yeah. cough. Don't, don't. <laughs> you feel me? Let's not, let's not blow this out of proportion. Yeah, exactly. But to, to be out here just like Kendrick is, I mean, to be out here like Jits, like just a Kendrick copy was just insulting yeah. to yeah. see. But it also shows like how well he was doing on the mic because he was giving you bars. Um, What are we on to next? Eight was a huge blindside. Eight was my biggest blindside on the list. Love Me Now by Tory Lanez. I have now played that album through about, like, all the way through probably about 30 times. I love that Ferris wheel joint. And I'm really trying to figure out, I'm really trying to figure out, like, if he's ever even come close to an album like this. Like, I've never listened to a Tory Lanez album. Neither have I. Tired, tired I, I have not. That short-ass nigga, bro. <laughs> Yo, you a hater, bro. This man's like, this man's, this man's not over 5'5". Five five. I can't give it a listen. <laughs> That's I not what I meant, boy. But that, but that, that nigga's videos of him shooting hoops is fucking hilarious. Yeah, shoots like he's a midget. But let me go through this real quick. <laughs> Why don't you love me? Dope song. She told me. Dope song. Duck my ex. A song that the ladies are gonna love. Niggas too. Like they're gonna love. Drip 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 has a great beat. Meat Mills has a good verse, and he has like. A good uh, a flow on it. And the thing about Tory Lanez is he can come into great flows and give it to you like harmoniously with the track, but oftentimes he'll come out of that too sometimes. Or at least the, the pockets and flows that I like particularly. And that's something I saw on Drip Drip Drip. Talk to me. I mean, that's easily a top. That's easy a top 50. Yeah, yeah, we could go so far as say a top 30 track of the year in terms of radio waves. Everyone was on that track. And that's that's kind of one of my least favorite ones on there. It tends to be that way. Yeah. If it ain't right with A Boogie's dope, Ferris wheel like come on now like <laughs> and when I first heard it, I was like, what? What type of vibe is this? Like, are they really about to do this? I was like, what is he about to do with this? Um, Cut me off with Nav. They both found their flows in that. Yeah. They just flowed through that whole track. The runoff was straight. You thought wrong. I really enjoyed the beat. Um, Miami with Gunna is a great track. Keep in touch. If you like Bryson Tiller, you're gonna like that song. 
And a lot of people not like Bryson. Bryson. I'm not but um, I like his most disrespectful song. <laughs> sorry, not sorry. I love that fucking song. Yeah, that shit is crazy song. good. He just whines, bro. He sounds like a yeah. whiner. Yeah, so sorry, not sorry is a good song. He's fucking oh. just telling women, nah, you know, I was fucking with you, but fuck you. Yeah, and whiners. then we got uh, Swing, which I didn't really like that much, and then Kylie Jenner music, which is just Tory um, getting on a, a dope beat and just spitting straight bars and talking and shit. And that's a lot of songs and a lengthy album of just like quality and it's gotten a lot of replay for me. So I gotta put it in there. Number seven, one that none of y'all had, but was just an incredibly smooth, um, hit-filled album. Beer Bong and Bentley's by Post Malone. Mm. That one, that was a great vibe. It's a great vibe in the album. And it lasted so long for me, and I played it for so long that I almost kind of got sick of it. Because so many songs of it, I played so much that I started to get sick of, like, these songs, like they were singles, you know? And the reason why it's seven is because, as you'll see on some albums higher up in the list, I played them to that same amount too, but they just, they were just a little bit better. So I never really got sick of them. They just held and stood the test of time. Because, you know, this album came out... Uh, I can be more specific. I can go ahead and check. This album came out, like, March. It was just solid all the way through. I mean, the only album that got out, like, before that, really, was... Plus One. And we'll talk about that in a sec. <laughs> For sure. Number six, Black Panther. That is a made it higher than both of us. So. That's a hell of an album. It's a fucking great album. It's a great album. And I think for me, because it is a soundtrack album, you do have to connect it to the movie itself. And the fact that it all flows through. Like the fact that we're getting uh um paramedics before King's Dead. Yeah. And we're just like we're like, we can just watch. This man Killmonger just come to ascension in the album, like all hail King Killmonger. Like it's literally a whole movie within the soundtrack, just yeah. flowing you along with the whole movie. So whether you see the movie or not, if you listen to the album and pay attention, you can kind of understand what's going on. Yeah, and that's very very important and powerful to me. Five Redemption. Me and my troopers happening in this bitch, jumping in this bitch. I don't want y'all to think that I don't bump the songs from that fucking album. I really like, just like start, that fucking album. Like, just to start with the bloodiest and <laughs> yeah. just give us a tone like, yeah, we could take it here, but let's see how I do with the rest Respect of y'all. Respect my journey. And like, he goes from the bloodiest to this. And he just spits about the life. He spits about the choices that he had to make at some points in his life that, you know, might have been in the in the heat of the moment or like the set off of Fifth and Henny, but they were life changing. Like whether I'm gonna kill this man or not, those are the type of conversations that he's having in this track. Whether I can really be with this woman or not, does she really love me or not? And just kind of getting like three verses was really nice. 
Because that's not something we're getting a lot bro, right people now. are allergic to three verses exactly. nowadays, bro. Exactly. I like the fact that he knows he has enough material and talent to go three verses on damn near every song. He's bro, he's an MC, dog. I'm saying he grew up. He grew up in that time. He grew up in that time where it's like, oh, bro, I'm gonna need that. I'm gonna need the three with the two refrains. If the if the if the hook that good, we're gonna get it a third time. You feel me? Like at the end. Um, but tap out. Yeah. OSOM with J. Cole. I mean, they both just. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Like, yeah. they probably, like, that was one of those songs where it's like, they might have just hopped in the booth together. It was just like, win, 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 win. Fuck win, everything win, else. So, my win, favorite win, song win. on the album is actually not win, it's up there. Oh, that fucking freestyle shit. Yo. You knew what it was gonna be when you saw the restart yeah. was coming. Yeah. You K died. Yeah, it was good to see Kendrick just go off because he he does so many different things with his sounds right now and with his voices and stuff. It's just nice to hear him just go off. This album got so much replay from me, dog. So much replay, and that's why it's gotta be in my. T- that's why it's gotta be number five. All of the ones in my five, they have got a. Re- Ridiculous amount of replay. Well, all of my ten, frankly, but these top fives, like this, had to be the ones you play like over and over and over yes. and over and over yes. and over yes. and over and yes. all over of my and over. all of my top fives. <laughs> there was a period in time where, like, a month or so period in time, where these songs were getting played in every drive I made. Yeah, bro, I work one mile down the street, and we were gonna fit in some of these some songs from these albums. <laughs> This is what I've been listening to. Now for something that no one mentioned, and I feel like, oh, like only the really the turn up heads were looking for it. But then once people started listening to it, they were like, "Wow, this is a really good solid project." Shrimp Life Three. Shrimp Life Three is twenty-seven songs. The first, the first nine are them together. Then you got Swaycation, which is Sway Lee featuring a lot of people. Great songs on there. You got Offshore. Hey, he got that. He got that Offshore with Thugga. Um, which I mean, yo, shout out to Thugga, man. He might be one of my most listened to artists. The On the Run project was a good ass project. Really, really good project. And I like the Slime Language one, but there only those Thugga ones were the ones that really stuck with me. Um, and let me tell you this. I was sleeping on Jim Tro. I wasn't even tripping on Jim Tro because I just didn't care. I was like, I want vacation. I want them together. I was in the African American Museum um, in DC with my parents, and I just kind of had the music playing, like in one ear, and just like looking at stuff, talking to my parents, stuff like that. And then I started hearing Jim Tro, and I was like, oh. Oh my gosh. This man has not just bangers. You know, he has songs like this where he slows it down for you. He has songs like Anti-Smokers Club where he's it's just like an absolute vibe. And I was like, so now we're getting to a point where we have to talk about, okay, when Culture came out and it was all those tracks and they were all pretty solid tracks, we were like, yo, that's a great, great album. Here I am with an album that has 27 songs. 27 songs, and I have, not just know, I already have played at least 17 or 18 of these songs in a turn-up environment with people who haven't heard the album, and they would be like, yo, what is this? Or, yo, I know this is Ray Turner, but what's the song? 
I've had people text me, yo, what's that song with uh, those two guys in the weekend? Bedtime stories. Oh my gosh, bro, like, I love that song. And when I can not only enjoy an album myself, but watch it make waves through other people who were sleeping on it or weren't even interested at all, that holds weight for me. And plus, that, that joint was just on repeat, and it's got my love. Three, Daytona. Seven tracks. Respect. Top tier Respect. production. Top tier. Top tier production. Sam- sample game on dummy. Top tier. Like, top dollar. This is what, that's one of the ones that just got lost in the shop. Top time. fucking squiller. Fucking what? And, and that's why I'm glad we're having this conversation. I'm really glad we're having this conversation, mainly because the ones that fell through the cracks for me, I can hear those in your honorable mentions or your top tens. And I could be like, let yeah. me go back to these albums and see. Because I know your music taste. I understand it. So I'll be like, when I, if I have the ear for this, let me see what I peep. And that's something that I've been doing with Oxnard, and I really like Oxnard. Because the first time I listened to it, I was like, oh, this is very, very well Ox. done. But I just don't like it as much. You know? Because mm-hmm. it wasn't as good as Malibu to me. Well, I can see. Yeah, I can um, see that too. And where are we at now? Okay. Uh, these, these, these two right here, like you, Ron, it's not that they're just like all, all out just better than the others because Daytona was like just a really, really good album for me. Mm. Um, same with Redemption and Shrimp Life, actually. But these two got played the most, not even close. I could start, and the thing is, I could play these two albums in order from the from any track. And that's from that's, and that's power. Track. Yes. Like you telling me, I could just throw on five percent tent and just let it ride through and just let it just loop around into the. Like you telling me, I could start with um, Butterfly Flag and let it go through, or I could just get straight to it with Stargazing. That that has power for me. Uh, same with Collection One, and I, I I go back and forth between these two, and I just feel like I have to give number two to Astro World because it was very very hyped, my very very hyped, goodness. and he met that hype and exceeded <laughs> it in my opinion, and I think that's that's Which really really want, boy? I really think that's important. I really do, and what he did with this concert and the waves that it's making. That's crazy. And to me, to me, these three that I've put at the top three are the top three best produced albums. From start to finish, their sound and with what the artists are doing on them. Phenomenal. Now, (sighs) Collection One is my favorite album of the year. I mean, obviously I'm going to come back to it. (laughs) Now that both of you have put it only got one feature. It only has it only has one feature. It only has one feature. The first time I went through it, I was like, alright, I get where they're coming from with it. But I'm not It's my favorite album of twenty eighteen. I'll see it again. Like if when you when I'm on a road trip, yeah. Getting played. I'm playing this whole thing. Getting played. I'm I'm a jam to the whole thing. This is gonna keep me hype. It's gonna keep me vibing the entire time it's on. And as I mentioned before, as before mentioned, anyone that I played this album for, anyone that I got to play, even one song, honestly, we're talking 98%, but if I got to play someone two songs off this album, 
they copped it. Bro, I heard like, you in, like, in, like, in front of me, they were just like, yeah, I'm going to add this. I heard you got too lit last night is the last track. And that was the first one I ever heard. Yeah, because I was the single that dropped. Yeah. So shout out to my brother Evan. He put me on. I had actually heard it on Spotify. I was like, yo, this is dope. But he was just like, he sent the single to our little family group chat. And he was like, yo, this dude St. John's about to drop an album. And if it's like this, it's just about to be crazy. It's about to be one of the best albums of the year. He said that. So I'm going to give you that, Evan. You said that. And then it dropped. And I was like, okay, like I'll give it a listen eventually. And I played it in the background. I was probably just like doing work here or whatever. And by the time I got to Surf Club, I put my work away and I was like, hold up, like this this, this album's doing things, yeah. you know? And then once I got it to the car, that's two, that's two out of three. Because another thing, we've talked about this a few times on the podcast, you know, I gotta be able to jam to it. I gotta be able to party to it. I gotta be able to ride in the whip to it. And if it's that type of album, gotta be able to fuck to it. This album, you can do all four. You can do all four. In any order, you can jumble them up, you can do whatever you want. Like, come on now, you you mean to tell me we're gonna do Tracy Lords and then go into a song like Brilliant Bitch and you just be like, yes. Like it's literally, forward, a, too. it's literally a ride, man. Like, and one of my favorite tracks. <laughs> like he just like you, you know, you know. So it's just about to just Bro, slide on up this. there, son. Like you can't be aggressive. You can't be aggressive on this. You just gotta glide on it. And he did it. He did it in the vibe. And so that's my top ten. We got number 10, My Dear Melancholy by The Weeknd. Number 9, DiCaprio 2 by Jin. Number 8, Love Me Now by Tory Lanez. Number 7, Beer Bongs and Bentleys by Post Malone. Number 6, Black Panther soundtrack, basically by Kendrick Lamar and company. Basically. <laughs> Whatever they put on the album. Basically an unofficial Kendrick album. Yeah, I was disrespectful, but, but let's be honest here. Uh, number five, Redemption by J-Rock. He's strong, for sure. Number four, Shrimp Life 3. Just solid all the way through. And I just like the concept of putting like nine dis- song distinct projects and putting them together and be like, we're going to give you everything you could possibly want from us in any combination we can, including when it's not with the other member. I liked that. And I thought that was nice for groups trying to expand out into their single career, solo careers. Uh, three, Daytona by Pusha T. I'll give Produced that another Produced by Kanye West. Give, give it a few. Yeah. Give it, give I feel track, like once I give, give it another listen, like, I'll have it on Give track repeat. one, like, three listens. Nah, the games we play is, might be my favorite song. You know, like, it's just like, it's the energy of it. Like, yo, we're made men. Like, this is the life we made, so you're not, you're, we're not going nowhere. This is what we do. That's like the whole. Pre- that's the whole premise of the album. Grown fucking man. Yeah, like that's the whole premise of the album. But that song in particular just like showcases that, exemplifies that. Number two, Astro World. And you guys, y'all need to understand. Like this was so back and forth. Literally on this paper, what does that say? Astro World's collection. There you go. Astro World's on this paper has the number one next to it. 
Um, but that's number two for me. And number one, Collection One by St. John. Collection One, boy. I'm this is you. one of the greatest debut albums I've I've heard since we're talking. It's gonna be hard for him to live up we're to. Talking this shit. We're talking Malibu. We're talking Malibu is not his debut Oh, it's not. Venice. Yeah, Malibu is his second drink. Oh, that was your debut. Section 80 is Kendrick's. Okay, cool. That one. And, I mean, Trilogy's on hold. But that's because that's three. Yeah, that's that's three classic mixtapes. He was just like, let me slap on three extra tracks to keep him happy and put it all together. College Dropout is probably one of the greatest things of all time. Yes, but that was so long ago. We're talking like... Over a decade. Yeah, over a decade. Yeah, nah. I mean, um, how long ago was House of Balloons? Is that 06? 07? Nah. Or was we in the 20s? I was in high school. Yeah, I was starting high school when that dropped because I got to it later. That's so Like, it was like my freshman year, actually. That's so yeah, 2010. For me. It was, it was 09 for me because I graduated in 2013. I graduated. But I wasn't on it at that time, I wasn't here. Um, so yeah, yo, that's our top 10. Uh, I mean, clearly we got Astroworld makes the cut. Black Panther. Black Panther makes the cut. DiCaprio 2 makes the cut. Redemption. Redemption makes the cut. Well, except for this. That was was universal. But I mean, it's still, I mean, it's high honorable mention in that second floor. Oxnard was another semi, semi mandatory one. I mean, if you fucked with it, you didn't even mention KOD on your thing. No thing. Nah. I mean, we already talked about an honorable mention. I liked it, but it wasn't was even the best. It wasn't even the best one from Dreamville for me. And then so. we each had our own individual joints that you know no one had. Yeah, you know, so, which was good because you need that. Yeah. We just try to give you the variety of music to listen to. I guarantee you have a fucking great fucking time listening. You listen. Yeah, you I'm listen to all you. these albums we mentioned. Yeah, you gonna have a you. You got the playlist. Yeah, for sure. You got it. One. You can do whatever you want. You don't fuck with Action Bronson. I don't know what the fuck you're fucking doing. I love Action Bronson. He's one of my right. favorite people. Play Mr. Wonderful. Play Blue Chips Two. Then head straight to Seven Thousand. My nigga. Yo, Blue Chips Two is one of my favorite mixtapes of all time. You don't know about Big Body Best. You don't know about the man. All right, Jesus. So right. Pistol in his waist. I must depart shortly. I must depart. I mean, we we talked about it. We are hour and thirty seven in, and, and we, we can all talk put about in this. A good 20. Yeah, we can talk about this king of R and B. Yeah, we, I mean, this is gonna be a short conversation. The correct answer is nobody. Actually, the current king of R and B is there's not a person doing what R&B doing. doesn't exist the same anymore. Yeah, there's not a person doesn't. doing. It's like but, alternative. But still, there's classic there's still R&B. Things there's you have funk. to do to be king, though. Like you gotta have the talent. You gotta have the hits. You gotta command. You gotta command the tours. There's no like, king of R&B right now. You gotta command all of that shit and bring the talent and bring the quality albums that are consistent number ones. That's king. The last person to do that was Usher. That's. The only other real answer. I don't feel comfortable putting anybody else on top of that. You're talking about who's the king of R&B, and you don't say Marvin Gaye. You 
don't understand what oh, R&B wait, oh, is. Oh, you doing are you doing the whole shit? I mean, yeah. Uh, when I when I heard well, that's a whole lot of different That's a different conversation yo, then, the now first we're talking king about of pop groups. we had was Mike. Mike, yeah. I mean, and I'm no one has come close R&B. to that because he Yeah, was, but what I'm saying is like that's been established for so long. There's just been so many great R&B acts that like Yo, there was a there was a three year, four year span where one nobody really put in a flame to that man. Marvin Gaye was one of them. Um, I would I would say you know R. Kelly, Maxwell, yeah. and Usher. Oh, R. Kelly would probably be the answer if he wasn't out here doing what he. Was yeah, doing. you're right. Like if if, if, <laughs> if R. Kelly is honest, R. Kelly's like the fucking wild. answer if he's not out here being you know a terrible fucking. Person. So there we go. As to right now, like there's no one on that no wave. One. There, there's someone because the weekend dipped into the pop wave too much. He did, and I mean, he let me get, let me be clear. He's 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 got that alternative R and B so because he like he yes. really revolutionized that to the point where a lot of people will grow up saying that he started it. My dark right horse now. is Daniel Caesar. That's a long. That's way a long away. ways away. That's a bro. long ways away. I need consistency. He's my dark horse, bro. I mean consistency. That's a long time. Give him some time. Oh, give him time. I loved Freudian. Holy shit. That was the best R&B album I've heard in a while. Yeah, I was like, man, this is like some, this is R&B, bro. Yeah, you're right. It was the best since. You're right. But then it's like, damn, like, and then channel You got, you got people like Division putting out the projects they're putting out. And it's like, technically that is R&B. It's not R&B and soul. You know what I'm saying? But it's R&B. The top person in R&B might just not even be a man, bro. Nowadays. Yeah, that's and a that hurts. Point. And that hurts. I mean, bro. I don't hurt me. Shit. Not, I love SZA. But SZA might I be at the top need... right now. Uh, her, 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 or more yeah. than likely, as much as I hate to fucking admit it, the queen of R&B, if it's the queen of R&B, the answer's more than likely. Nah, she's pop. She's pop. Nah, she's, R&B. she's pop. Her bro. albums, bro. She's not R and B, bro. She's not R and B for a minute. Nah, she ain't nah, been R and B since like if there's a queen, me, myself, and I, bro. Her hasn't made enough music. Okay, well, no, I don't think I don't think there Beyonce's is. Beyonce's made too much pop music. I don't think there's but any queen king R and B right most, now. But of her recent albums, more than, like there's been R and B recent albums. It's not like she's taken a fucking eight year hiatus. This is such R&B a subjective music. argument because, like, what is R and B to you? Because lemonade, but I'm not. But I'm taking. I'm taking. But I'm trying to take out the, 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 the part of what it means to you yeah, and right. just really dominating. It's still a genre, even though it's changed. It's still the genre, and you have to dominate the fucking genre in every facet of it for a period of a good period of time, and no one is really doing that shit. I mean, I also don't listen really to no like that, so. Don't do it. There are plenty of people who fucking do. I mean, they're no, I don't know. I trust me. And she's the, the biggest musical me. act in the world. Yeah. And I love her performances. She's a she's and one of the best performances. I love her performances. I hate her fans. I hate your crazy ass Behind motherfuckers. Yeah, I love your Twitter boy. What boy boy? Yeah, man. It's just on. All right, but anyway, I think the best the best thing we can say about this is that. There is no answer, bro. And the fact that you gave not Kurt. You Chris Brown is not the on? fucking answer, you fucking clowns. Damn it. I'm tired of hearing that shit. Stupid ass shit never, that you're never. saying, you crazy people. 
R&B, nope. Wanting no, to fuck no, no. Chris Brown doesn't make him the best R&B artist. Didn't he so try to rap for a minute? Try. That man's confused. confused. Yeah, that's straight, but it's he's just, not going to act like he didn't have hits. Oh, of course he had hits. Oh, he's got plenty of hits. There's a reason why his name... He's not R&B artist. There's a reason why his name even pops up. He just... He hasn't made it. He's an alternative R&B, R&B in like artist. Eight years. You can't take that long of a time. And shout out to my nigga Frank, but you can't release two albums in ten years either. You can't do that. No matter how good Channel Orange was, that doesn't take damn span of time. Other than nostalgia, Ultra Josh Oh, Of course, but you gotta make albums. Okay, yeah, that's true. If we talking mixtapes, fucking Raheem Devon's been making quality mixtapes for 15 years. <laughs> Ain't nobody listening to that nigga, but it's fucking quality. Every time this 50-year-old man, this 50-year-old nigga talking about some hello there. It's customer, man. Customer Raheem was legendary. Yeah. Customer remix with R. Kelly was one of the greatest songs ever created. The bitch just said, I can't listen to it. Debate your mom. In fact, talk to her about it. She'll probably say yes. <laughs> All you youngins out there. I'll play I believe I can fly to the day I die. Everything I'll play else, I wish until the day. Everything I die. else has to put it has to put a stop. Won't you braid my hair? Like I'll, I'll listen Ooh. to that shit till till the wheels fall off. But gentlemen, I think uh I think we have all had some great lists with some great albums. I definitely know I'm gonna be I got some homework. I got some some, some music I need to listen to more. Um and to y'all listening. Thank y'all for taking the time to listen. Uh, we hope you check out these albums because they're really good. Please and do. I think there's something for everyone in, in the lists that we put together, uh, including the honorable mentions. So check that out. And uh, Thank shout you, out. We have good taste. How are you smoking weed and not listening to Action Bronson? What the fuck are you doing? What are you doing, man? Listen to that nigga. Yo, shout out to Currency, though. And Currency. currency they got a lot, of, a lot of songs together. Currency you can put in that me. And Currency will do just like quality. Um, quality mixtapes, bro. All year. Yeah, all year. Like all he'll year. he'll drop like six, seven and you projects. You know the first track is a banger. You know the first track. Oh, and it's and he and he almost never spits on it. It'll just be like the dopest beat you've heard. He'll be like, haha, if you know me, like money you know, I got you know, <laughs> still you know, trying you know, to we'll get, get to that spit later. Like he'll say that. Like, it's like yo, Ryan you know, we'll get to that. Stop still making <laughs> like a nigga broke. Alright y'all. Peace. Good vibes. Deuces. Y'all be safe out here. Love y'all. Bye.